And to help you with this, I'm going to leave you with a question. They say, if you don't know what are your goals or your dreams, think about the end of your life. And think about that the end, be, you being imagined that you are at the end of your life. And ask yourself, what you like? What do you want to have achieved in your life? What would be the things that you will have to have done by the end of your life? It's called thinking in reverse. And that will help you to, to kind of have idea what you actually want to do. But remember this. Remember this. These goals require friction and resistance because they are require you to do something new. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. Today, we are here with the lovely Morris and Adriana again. They're back. Last month, they gave us a beautiful story, um, gave us some lessons and shared their insights to the poor little girl who had some trauma from an early age and how she was going to deal with that and how that affects us through life. Um, Lots of the stuff we talk about here is getting into the subconscious, getting into understanding ourselves at a deeper level and actually realizing that a lot of the stuff that determines who we are and signifies our behaviors and traits actually does come from a very young age. So that story was very fitting and I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to see what you guys have for us today and what you want to share with us. But before we get started, I want to share some gratitude, as I always do, and I'd like anyone here on the chats, chuck their gratitude into the chats for us. But today, I am gratitude for, I'm grateful for hard times, I'm grateful for easy times, I'm grateful for old friends, I'm grateful for new friends. Uh, Being here in Germany uh, with this new job that I started, I'm actually standing out in the snow in the cold, and it just seems like a lot of people have misery on their face. And so what I did today was I put myself out there to embarrass myself as best I could, sang out loud, danced my dance, and tried to put a smile on a few people's faces. I am very grateful for the challenges that we have. I'm very grateful for the people that I have in my life supporting me on my journey, for you guys here, for everything. I'm just grateful for all the things that have led me up to this point in my life right here, right now, has brought me to this day with you lovely people and these beautiful smiling faces who are about to share some lovely insights. So I'm just grateful for let's say the amalgamation of my life thus far, because it is beautiful where I am and every day is an absolute blessing. So share your gratitude in the chat, anyone. Um, We will have a flick through them, but for now, I shall hand it over to the lovely Morris and Adriana. Take it away, guys. Wow, how do we top that? That is like, you're a superstar. No wonder why you're smiling like a champ. Wow. (laughs) Got to be grateful, right? So... 
Um, welcome again. Thank you so much for having us both on again. It's such a pleasure. Uh, we we had such an amazing time. We learned a lot last time. And so we're so happy to share what we know. And also, again, great feedback. So that's how we all grow because we're all a team. So I'm not sure. Why are we even on here? Like, what, I'm not sure. What are we talking about? <laughs> Tonight, today, we're going to talk about goal setting. But I want to start it with a question. How do we make 2023 better oh. than last year? Boris? That's, that's easy. Anything is better than last year. The fact I got out of bed this morning, I did better than last year. So so why do we bring this up? Uh, because goal settings are important. Without planning, without figuring things out, we're not going to be able to get there. You know, you know, goal setting is easy. You just set the goal and you do it. No, Maurice? Yeah. I, I set goals last year and I made it one day, January 1st. I'd be lucky if I get to the week. So I don't get it. Why? So why why goal setting is so hard for people to actually succeed and achieve these goals? But let's start it first of all with what goals are. No, to know what goals are, we look at the definition and they say the object of a reason of a, a person, ambition and an effort or aiming or a desired result. In more common terms is that you have an idea of what you want to do and you, you put it maybe on a piece of paper or in your mind and then you do something about it. You take action towards it. No? Well, then why do goals matter? Oh, I'm glad you asked this question. There, I did a little bit of researching and they say that the researcher says that having goals and setting goals is very beneficial and healthy for you as well. They say having goals make you happier and a little bit stress-free and uh, suppress your anxiety and depression as well. And you have a meaning of and a purpose. You feel like you have a meaning and a purpose to do something. And it's something that you look forward to do. A lot of the people are getting stuck in their, you know, daily things. But having a goal is like something to look for. So you, you feel more alive. You have more energy to want to, to do that. But they say that goals, if your goals are not aligned with your dreams, that's why people, a lot of people, they don't achieve their uh, their goals and their dreams. You have to have this alignment between your goals and your dreams. And how can we do that? The most important two components of the goals are researchers call it, the first one is called the will or the why. So mm. the importance of why do you want to set up this goal? And then the second one is the way or the how. The first one, I'm going to get back a little bit on the first one to help you to set up that. So how you find out your why? Why do you want this goal? And why is so important to have this goal? And I have three questions to help you. First one is why is this behavioral change is so important to us? And what I mean by that is that, you know, to do, to have a goal and to take action, you actually have to do something new. So you mm. have to change, you have to do a different behavioral. So that's why is this question is very important. Why is this behavioral changes is important to you? The second question is, why do you want to change? Why is it so important for you to actually do the change? And the third question, really important, why now? Because this is going to give you a little bit of perspective of why you really want to do this. And having a strong why is going to help you to 
to implement that mm. goal and have more reason to actually do it, especially when the struggle and the hustles and the your mind is going to be like, I don't want to do this. And the second one is the way, the how, because is without having a why is important, but we need to know how to do that as well. So for this, I have two questions to help you to set up your goal. First one is what skills and characteristics characteristics I require for me to actually be able to do this? And the most important, the second one, is what plan do I need to create to be able to achieve actually my goal? And how are we going to do that, Maurice? Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to take it up a notch. Because on the success show here, we don't settle for mediocre. We take it to the next level. Because we all talk about how, how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? We get that all the time on the charts here. Okay, how am I going to do this trade? How, like, how am I going to see this entry? It's not to, let's change the word how to who. Hmm. See, there's a lot of people out there who have done it, right? If you want to become a great runner, Right, you don't go. Okay, how am I gonna do it? Yeah, okay, get some shoes. I'm gonna get up in the morning. Morning comes, alarm clock's like, nah, forget it. I'm not gonna do it. Who? Right? You get Jacob on the line there. He's jogging every day. He'd be like, hey, Morris, are you up? Uh, get your butt out of bed. Get your shoes on. If I was there in person, I would drag you out and throw you outside in the snow. Six a.m. Okay, okay. This morning. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. See, there's a superstar. Every day he's taking on his goals. So you, when you hang around people who are doing it, you want a great marriage? Don't hang around people who have been divorced like nine times. Be around a couple that been married for like 40 years, 50, 60 years, and they're still holding hands, going to the movies, acting like kids. That's the spirit. In trading... Who's mastering it, right? Like money-wise, don't get um, uh, broke advice from broke friends or get money advice from broke friends, which leads to you're the average of the five people you hang around with. Associate yourself with winners, right? It doesn't mean we have to not like our friends anymore. No, but be deliberate in your thoughts and your actions of who you hang around with. Like again, you're running. I'm associated with people who love to run because you all help each other. You all push each other. Okay, maybe you have a good pace where you run um, five minute miles, but Jacob is a four minute mile runner. So just because I'm running with him, it, just by default, my pace starts to pick up. Mm -hmm. So now, which brings me to the next question. Okay, we got our um, who. We got who we're surrounding ourselves with because it's so very important. But at the end of the day, you have to, okay, there's this one word in the English dictionary that guarantees success no matter what. Watch is that? Persist. Hmm. Being persistent. I will persist until I succeed. Keep doing it so there's this i'm not sure if ever anybody heard the story or the book three feet from gold really good book good book 
And for those who don't know, I'll say a really quick recap. There's these two guys. They want to do a gold mine. One guy saw this shaft, like, yes, I'm going to go get dig some gold, become rich and famous. Yeah, baby. Starts digging, found some gold. Yes. And all of a sudden, he ran out of gold. He dig, 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 couldn't find no more gold. So he sold this gold mine to another person. Now, this person, he has the why, but he doesn't know the how. So he went to the who. Who knows it? So he talked about, okay, this gentleman who's a geologist and a team that looked and goes, oh, um, gold mines are usually on a fault line, and it shifted, and the gold is only three feet away. The guy literally stopped three feet from a major gold mine. I keep pushing because the fear of not knowing how far is that finish line. How many of people you've gone into charts, you, you learned this strategy, you're working hard, like, yeah, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. No, I'm not really doing it. Just, go, just to find out, you know what, I'm giving up. And next thing you know, your friends, your group, your team, a week later, a month later, they're doing it. They're achieving it. So keep persistent. That's a great, great points, Morris. Really, really great points. We need to take some notes. <laughs> so now, so yeah, we talked about um, the who. Uh, we talked about who you surround yourself with and about being persistent. But what about the common mistakes that people do that we should avoid or try? I will explain you uh, this. Uh, they say that the, there are five common mistakes that people are uh, preventing them for actually achieving their goals. The first one, they say, how the how without a why. A lot of people, they worry about the how, how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to get rich, how I'm going to get healthy, how they're all figuring, of, uh, try to focusing on the how. But a how without a why, a strong why, it's it, it's never going to succeed. When you focus a lot on, on your how, but you have to focus on your why. Like I said earlier, you have to know why you actually doing this. Because in the hard times when you, you know, the second or the third day waking up in the morning, like I give you an example. Me, I'm not a morning person. I struggle every morning to wake up. It's not easy. I'm more of a night owl. And in the morning, I have to have that why so strong because I wake up in the morning and my brain says, no, you're not getting off the bed. I have to have that why that why do I want to wake up early because I want to study I I need my morning time when I'm quiet and then I'm I'm more bright and alert so I can study and then I can go to work and do the other things through the day because when you come home you know it is you come home and you're exhausted well and today we had a really awesome why to get out of bed why to be on the success show here of course yes and the second common mistake is setting too many goals. And I'm guilty of that as well. Um, this year, I think I wrote about 20, 30 <laughs> goals, to be honest. And well, of course, when you look at them, you you become overwhelmed. You're like, oh my God, I want all of this, but how am I going to do it? I'm not like 20 people, I'm just one. And it becomes overwhelming. And that's a thing that will stop you from actually 
doing the goals you're mm-hmm. like oh there's so many i'm not gonna do them anyway so just let them be the third one is called the third mistake is called you setting goals too big so we know to have a difference between goals and dreams we can have really big dreams and don't have a cap on your dreams dreams as big and as crazy as you can but the goals cannot be that big you have to have a common sense about it. you can make them too small or you cannot make them too big. So you the goals have to be a, a, achievable to be able to you to achieve it. So a goal to be achievable, it needs three things. One, you have to date it, to put a date on it. And that's the difference between a dream and a goal, has a date on it. The second one it has to be defined, clarify what exactly this goal is the why and um and the third one is you have to know that you can achieve it like some people put really big goals that physically they cannot achieve it you know like i want six pack in a week it's not gonna happen it's almost impossible i can get a six pack in a week yeah six pack of something else but not over abs (laughs) um and number four, number uh, number four mistake is called having goals way too general. When you have your goals way too general, then it's make it a little bit <clears throat> hard because I can say I want to be rich. Okay, you, Maurice, you say I want to be rich. I'm like, okay, I give you ten dollars. There you go. You mm-hmm. you ten dollars more rich than you were before. No, so we definitely have to be more. Uh, define and write with uh, with details mm. your goals exactly how you want it look at it you know maybe maybe imagine who you want to become what's the person that you want to become when you achieve your goal and what are the things that you want when you achieve that goal there will be two points to keeping keeping consideration and the last mistake, number five, which was a surprise for me when I was reading about it, they say that usually we have a fixed goal, uh, especially on the date time, you know, like I want in three months or by the 24th of April to do this. Um, they say, the, the researcher said that to have what's called the high and low range on your goal. As an example, you know, I want to have a six pack in the next two, three months. So do it give you a little bit of that range? So you, when you do that, your brain kind of relaxes a bit mm-hmm. and you're not so stressed about that. Oh my God, the time is coming and I'm like, my time limit is done. So having a little bit of that range limit helps you a lot. So what do you think about these mistakes that we now we are aware of them? So it help us. Okay, so this is great, all these tips here, because now it makes goals more, in my mind, more achievable, mm-hmm. right? by writing them down in details again dream big ne- uh, never stop dreaming and that's why reason why a lot of people don't do goals because they don't know how to dream start dreaming have fun right so what question do you have for us here in the end i want to leave you with a question that helped me a lot and it make you think to be honest mm-hmm. A lot of people, they say, okay, okay, I have, you know, I have my my why and my how, but I don't even know, to be honest, I don't even know what goals should I set up. And to help you with this, I'm going to leave you with a question. They say, if you don't know what are your goals or your dreams, think about the end of your life. 
and think about that the end being you being imagine that you are at the end of your life and ask yourself what you like what do you want to have achieved in your life what would be the things that you will have to had done by the end of your life it's called thinking in reverse and that will help you to to kind of have idea what you actually want to do but remember this Remember this, these goals require friction and resistance because they are require you to do something new. So this is more so important to understand that goals are meaning with action. Mm. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you very much, guys. Yet again, you resonate with a lot of the stuff we talk about here on the success shift. Um, I've got a a lot of great notes and tips that have obviously um, aligned very well with some of the stuff we've spoke about in the past. The why is one of the biggest things that I actually focus on. And I love, I think it's Nietzsche, Nietzsche who um, has the quote, he who has a big enough why can bear through anyhow. Oh, and I love that quote. I love it. I love it. And um, I'm actually listening to the audio audiobook Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel at the moment. And he talks about how lots of the... People in the concentration camps, they actually, the ones who survived were those ones who had a why and who had a reason to make it through. And you could tell that once they lost the hope, lost the desire, lost the belief that their why could be achievable, then soon after that, they, were, they passed away through one of many causes. But it was that actually hope, that belief, that desire that their why could be attained that actually kept them driving through the hard days, through the, you know, the tough times, through the sadness, through the struggles, through the friction, as you said. And this is why I, if you go back and listen to any of these episodes, I'll probably mention know your why almost two or three times in every single episode, because it is the number one thing that is going to get you to your dream, to your goal, to your desire. And I just want to go a little bit deeper when you said, um, and I mean, think about this a lot, but you are the, summa the summation of your top five, close five, your five closest friends or the people you hang around with more. And I think I want to take that a little bit deeper and say that you are the summation of your five most common thoughts. And what happens is the people you hang around with all the time, they manipulate those thoughts. If you're hanging around with someone who's talking constantly about getting beers on the weekend, that's going to be your biggest thought, which is what's going to happen. Push that into action, create beers on the weekend. If you're talking to someone who's like, I can't wait to run this marathon with you, what's going to happen? You're going to be thinking about running that marathon. You're going to be thinking about getting up in the morning. You're going to be thinking about how much it might struggle at the end. So you better do some bloody work and get your exercise in and catch up so that when you get to that marathon time, what are you going to do? You're going to be successful. And so I think while the people you hang around with is very important, I think it's how they influence your thoughts and what your major thoughts are, your top five most common thoughts. If you're always thinking about your dreams and your goals, the highest possibility is that you'll accomplish them. I remember, I think it was um, Greg where I first heard this concept of what do most people who are stuck in a poverty mindset think about they wake up thinking about money they wake up thinking about rent they wake up thinking about bills they spend all day going to work thinking about can they pay the bills can they manage this do they have enough money for this can they afford this and so their thought pattern is always on the strive for money because they're worried they won't have enough and where do they stay in that strive for money what do investors think about? What do very wealthy people think about? They think about their next holiday. They think about what they're going to do for fun on this weekend. They think about their next purchase. And what happens? They make these purchases. They make these holidays. And they make these fun events. Because that's where their mind is. That's where their thought is. And that's what they're attracting into their being. 
So I think it's really relevant of what you're saying there. And I just wanted to take that into that next level because wow. these are the things that we talk about a lot on this call. And I love the fact that coming from a separate area, you've managed to hit four or five of the major key points that we talk about quite a lot here on the success shift. And it just goes to show that it's not just me making this stuff up. Everyone who has an idea, a drive, a goal towards something bigger, ideally bigger than themselves, has this on their mind, right? Well, and I love. And what's things. neat about this here, Jacob, is that the notes that we have, the information we accumulated, right? And again, it's not what we know. It's the who, who has done this. And like one person did a bunch of research and got literally all of these universities and professors and researchers that came up with these strategies that show a proven results. Yeah. Yep. And it's just that accumulation of knowledge. And I think that's what's important about shows like this. And what my goal is to do is just, and I say this a lot, is all I'm doing here is taking what I'm learning and researching and just sharing it from my point of view. And I think it's that transfer of knowledge can be very powerful and very valuable. And it's funny that you said, what was the word that you used? Was it persistence? Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I think it was only a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, I actually shared a reel and talked about grit being the number one thing, which is kind of the same thing, persistence and grit, the ability to go over something again and again and again, defy boredom, defy struggles, and just continue on. And those are the people who become successful because they're able to go, this is hard, but I'm going to keep going. This is boring, but I'm going to keep going because I know my why. I know what's at the end. And I know this is how I get there. Even if it's shit sometimes, I'm just going to keep pushing on and I'm going to yeah. get there. Right. And so grit was one of the things that a lot of researchers have proven to be the one number one key factor of success, which is pretty much exactly along the lines of your persist. Yeah. So I found that very, very funny. And I do love these, this list of five things you had, how, what, the why, sorry, without the why people doing the how without the why. And one of the things that I brought up early on in this show was the, the golden circle. I don't know if you've seen the golden circle, but Simon Sinek talks about this mm. or Sinek. I, Put his name every time. Love the guy. Love the guy. Yeah. And it's it's the what, the how, and the why. Most people, everyone knows what they want to do. Half the people know how they're going to do it. And very few people know why. And what we need to do is reverse this and understand why we want to do something, figure out the how, and then what we want to do will just come to fruition by doing that. And mm. it, it really does resonate with a lot of the stuff we're speaking about. Even even you're having, you know, the the general goals. I think that was your rule number four, was people aren't focused enough on their goals. And I talked one of these episodes about a dream acronym, which I made up, which is defining with great detail your goal, repetition, 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 attaching emotion to it, making the action plan, and then manifesting it and making it happen. So this is a dream acronym that I've lived with for a lot of my time while on this journey to follow my dreams and to try and crush them out. And I love the way that lots of the, the five things that you you brought up were very much in line um, with the stuff that I talk about. So it's really good to hear it from a different perspective, really good to hear it from someone else's mouth and someone else's um, research. And I just really love having you guys on here. So I really appreciate that. We That's love great. being here all the time. It's a challenge for us and uh, and it helps us to, to get closer to our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could help. And the one that I, I haven't heard of before, which I really like, was your number five there, the high and low range of your goal. That's something that I've never, I've gone back and forth between setting a date and then not having a date at all because I find that it creates unnecessary tension and resistance and frustration and um, a little bit of disappointment when you don't reach it. That do dopamine of failure the dopamine hit is is really 
outweighed when you get to that date and you haven't achieved it. So I like yeah. the idea of having that high and low range where it's like, this is my ideal. And this is a point where I believe it's very, very um, achievable. And somewhere yeah. in between there is where I'm going to do this. So you've actually got that time basis. It's that happy medium between not having a, a deadline, which is what defines yes. the, the goal and having one that's sometimes unattainable. So I'm going to take that and implement that into some of my, some of my and, goals this year. And like that, it just came to my mind is I did a lot of hiking in the mountains last year. Lovely. And the book says, yeah, it's going to take about four and a half hours. All right. And, and of course, we're not hard on ourselves if we don't make it at that four and a half hours. We just know, hey, there's lots to see. There's lots to stop in that journey. I'm going to take a little break, have a little water break. Or, yeah, I might draw, I might run and get that faster there. So we have that as a buffer. I might get there in four hours. I might get there in six hours, but that's okay. Yeah. And is that the stress is lowers because you have having this range stresses your low, your your brain is like, oh my God, it's the time I'm almost there. But if you have that range, it has a more a little bit more flexible. And that for me was a surprise to when I heard about that research. I'm like, yeah. it gives you you like a little bit of more hope. You're like, okay, yeah. I can do this. <laughs> and I think that analogy of hiking mountains is great because if you paranoid about not making it in the time frame that is the average you might rush up there head down looking straight get up there yes okay we made it feel okay and then then we go but that's not why you hike a mountain you hike a mountain for the view you hike a mountain for the 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 um, nature that you're around for the and people you're with for the journey i've literally got um life live for the journey tattooed on my side and if you're worried about a deadline that you miss the whole point of the journey right yeah. and so i think it's a very good analogy there you know hike with intent hike with enjoyment don't hike to set a a standard set by someone else hike to your own pace and another thing is that a lot of researchers and a lot of things i've been like studies i've been reading they say that achieving your goal is not the most important thing because you know like uh, olympians they get the gold medal and then they depress after that because they're yeah. like so what now and you know people mm. that you know win them get the uh, the degrees or the money or they do this and then so what now because they don't have a purpose anymore so in the end it's not necessarily the goal that you achieve the end of it is the journey Process. the journey yeah. the process is the one that gives you all the dopamine and all the serotonin and all the good feeling that you're doing things not necessarily the end of it you what they say enjoy the journey not the not the end the destination of yeah the exactly yeah. and i think that's what i say a lot to um, the traders here you know live for the process not for the final goal we want to become infinite players not finite game players finite game players has a goal they reach it's over infinite game players are in it to just continue playing and as a traders that's all we want to do is focus on the day focus on the trading plan focus on nothing more than right now and play it infinitely for the rest of our lives so thank you very much guys we are running out of time our traders are going to want to get on a trading call it is my friday so i'm going to enjoy my afternoon here i'm going to go help my wife in the shop and uh and just enjoy because I can. <laughs> that is the luxury yeah. of life that I have. And so for all of you who are not trading with us, we'll see you back on Monday. Next week will be my last full week. And then I'll be dropping down to three days a week, hopefully giving myself some more time to get some more impactful information. I would love it if you guys can join us next month with another story that I hear you're conjuring up. But um, other than that, thank you all. I love you all. And we shall speak again soon.
Bye for now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys.